Welcome to Rosecast, the number one bachelor recap, women's hall recap podcast hosted by a male. And I'm, I'm comfortable saying this, hosted by a male and racial best friend, Drew. <laughs> I don't even think you need all those qualifiers for that. No, it's no, the qualifiers are funny. Plus, people have the merch with the qualifiers. We can't stop with the qualifiers. The qualifiers got to be there. Yeah. It's got to be there. Lots to discuss this week, AB. Not just a rose ceremony and a women tell all, but the new Bachelorette was announced Monday wow. morning. And I really want to talk about that. I've got some takes and we got a lot of feedback from listeners. Stay tuned. So I'm very excited. We doing that Not at now. the end? I think we should do that at the end. Okay. Don't you? I agree. Yeah, you got people are people are foaming at the mouth wanting Remini Bees <laughs> take on the new Bachelorette. And you got to keep them waiting. There are... They're rabid. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> They're pulling at us. Stay, they need to know. Stay what. tuned. I don't even want to indicate if I like it or don't like it. Stay tuned. What do you think of uh, the Women Tell All? Before we get to the rose ceremony, what's your broad takeaway from Women Tell All, AB? It was fine. It was fine. Yeah. I, I don't... I I wouldn't say I disliked it. I wouldn't say I was glued to my TV set at any point. Um, mm. It was fine. Meet or exceed or fail to meet your expectations. Right because on level. All, okay. Uh, well, well actually, be, hold I, up. It's got to. That's. It's got to be disappointing. Disappointing. The way we've talked about this. It was a little disappointing. Um, in that there weren't any huge fireworks. They had. I think they had at one point, everyone was talking over each other, and that was the big blow up where everyone kind of let out the stuff they were going to say, and no one, you couldn't tell what anyone was saying. So I was expecting more digs and, uh, you know, pettiness. You didn't get a ton of that because I think they all said it at the same time and we couldn't tell what they were saying. I put on the closed captionings for that, closed captions for that because I wanted to see hmm. how they described it. They didn't even. There were just, no closed captions. It, it just didn't say That's anything. just where you put indescribable. Yeah. <laughs> indecipherable audio. Yeah. yeah. We were looking forward to Women Tell All because we wanted to see Peter get his comeuppance for some of his decision making. And that did not happen at all, AB. That's why it's a disappointment to me. I th- I'll touch on that a little later, Rem. Ooh, stay, stay tuned. tuned. All right. Let's go into the rose ceremony slash the end of last week's episode. Peter's relationship with Madison hanging by a thread. Will she accept a rose, Chris asks, or even show up? First, we have Victoria. She's in love with Peter, mm-hmm. which we're sketchy on whether or not we buy that at this point. We're skeptical. Hannah Ann says Peter has redefined what love means to her. Okay. That's big. I don't know what that means, but I like it. I like the phrase. This is where you kind of roll your eyes at the age of these people, and it would be better if it was older people who have experienced more in life. Stay tuned. (laughs) Uh, But at the same time, Hannah Ann, strangely, you're right about that comment, I think, the maturity level. But at the same time, she's also the only one who recognizes, hey, these other two relationships are going on. I don't know what's really going on. He might not pick me. Not much I can do about the other two. She's at a generally good perspective. It possibly, I think at that age, it probably doesn't mean as much to her as it does some other people. Hmm. Um, she's She probably hasn't experienced that much heartbreak. She hasn't really entered like the dating stages of her life. Usually that's- The courting for marriage stage. Yeah. So 
I think she understands that this isn't going to be the end of the line if if yeah. it doesn't go right. Which isn't always the case. So kudos to her for yeah, recognizing absolutely. that. Uh, Chris and Peter. And just to be clear, it's not the end of the line for any of them. Some of them no, of act, not. just act that way, though. Yeah. That's and she didn't act that way. Yes. That's just want to be clear about that. Uh, Peter and Chris. Peter is looks this way but he's not and that word is hung over ab he looks like he got hit by a bus he looks like he's getting ready to walk at graduation but the you know his counselor shows up and is like he's not sure if he's got the final credits. you can't walk at graduation with your friends and peter's just like what is happening right now he my can't family's even. already here <laughs> my family's here Every, i've letting everybody down that's what he looks like and he looks like he got into a bar fight on top of all that <laughs> Peter tells Chris the situation with Maddie, which is not good. He's not sure she's going to be able to continue. He says, I get her frustration and her anger and her pain with me, and I hate that I'm doing to her, this to her. Yeah. Peter's really coming to grips with where his decisions may have <laughs> led him here. Uh, Chris didn't say anything. Zero words of advice or comfort. I found that strange, strange and yeah. unhelpful. Yeah, um, very unhelpful from Chris. <laughs> But I did get the feeling that he really, really doesn't want to lose Maddie, which I think supports my theory that he knew he was going to pick Maddie pre-fantasy suites. I agree. It's it's obvious he didn't sleep a wink, Rim. He's been up all night tossing and turning about his mistakes, and hopefully he's he's just hoping that he gets another chance with Maddie. And Anne strolling up. My love for him strengthens me every day. And Anne, serious. Victoria strolling up. Peter says this his day with Victoria was as perfect as it could have been. So he he measured it on the Victoria scale. Well, there's a caveat in there as it could have been. Considering who you're with, that was as good as it could possibly be. (laughs) Not that it was as good as a date could possibly be. Just with Victoria, it went as well as it possibly could. It didn't first time ever, by the way. It didn't end with one of us leaving in an Uber early. Just Tana Ann and Victoria shivering in the cold. The breeze had to be a cool, cold breeze. Southern Hemisphere. The the seasons are flipped, baby. That's the thing. The seasons don't think are about. flipped, but when did this get recorded? I feel like it was recorded in the fall, judging by the foliage. So it's like from a cold spring. Kelsey, the beautiful Iowa date. Uh, so it would have been spring. It would have been a nice spring day, not cold. Beautiful spring day. Nailed it. Gold Coast. Gold Coast weatherman. Rim and AD. <laughs> After the break, Madison shows up. Wow. That's Madison's music. Were you surprised by her return? No, because of how they framed... Like, they were all just waiting there. Obviously, the producers would know if Madison's not showing up, they would have just jumped into the rose ceremony. Like, the fact that they were just sitting there waiting and Peter wasn't moving forward with anything, let me know Madison was showing up, at least for a talk. I bought it hook, line, and sinker. Okay, I bought the right. previous hook, line. I'm like, wow, I can't believe Madison didn't show up. Crazy. Excited to see that episode. I'm an idiot. Madison's talking with Chris, and Chris says, boy, I'm sure that's not how you hoped this week would go. And then Madison says, no, not at all. I was falling in love with him. Was. And now I don't really know. Wow. I found it interesting when she showed up and Victoria and Hannah Ann saw her as they were just waiting there. I think they were starting to get their hopes up. You know, she's not showing up. And when she's there, you you heard them whisper to each other, she's here, she's here. 
And it wasn't like just she's here. It was more like the champ is here, Rim. <laughs> like we're screwed. It's a Royal Rumble. Yeah. And take her, take her's big... music heads. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh-oh. Peter was so nervous at this rose ceremony. It was... I mean, he was shaky. His voice his, was shaky. He was scared. His, his hands were shaky. Do you think he was more scared that he was going to send one of these three people home? No. Or he was... What did you think he was scared about, AB? I thought he was scared of Madison not accepting his rose. He said, this is absolutely destroying me on the verge of tears. But he couldn't cry because he was so nervous. His body just like couldn't secrete <laughs> liquid. The roses go to Hannah Ann. And then Madison. Wow. What did you make of the Madison Rose? I felt like Peter completely had no idea on if she was going to accept that rose. His hands were shaking as he, as he was handing the rose to her. She says yes, she'll accept it. Surprisingly, I was... After a pause. After a there was a big dramatic pause. pause. And then Peter, sh- stunned, asked, are you, are you sure? Are you sure you want to accept this rose? I don't. I think he it's genuinely. Me. You know what I did, right? You don't see this a lot. In fact, I don't. I can't think of another time when when the bachelor's had to ask that. Like, and is not usually the bachelor or bachelorette is certain that whoever they're giving the rose to is going to accept that rose. They say, "Will you accept this rose?" But it's never a question of will you accept this. That's just a formality. Yeah. That's just something with the with the show. This was an actual will you accept this rose situation. Yeah. It would be great if a Madison did show up only knowing she was going to decline a rose from Peter. That would have been yeah. all-time television. Absolutely. Because then what do you do? <laughs> I mean, what do you, what do, you do? Because I almost think they wouldn't you can't give allow it to that to happen. <laughs> No, I don't think so either. Like, if Madison wasn't going to accept that rose, I don't think the producers would have let her show up because it would have ruined the rest of the show. They would have ruined it because obviously you can't give it. It's so clear that he you can't just give it to Victoria then. Maddie to Hannah Ann. Yeah. And he definitely can't give it to Victoria. <laughs> no. That would be insane. Victoria wouldn't take it either. What would you do? You just it would have to end the show and he'd it have to send show. Hannah home too. Like, yeah. you can't take Hannah. No. As soon as she showed up, I knew obviously she's probably going to accept, you know. Yeah. But it was still dramatic TV. Ha- Absolutely. When he picked up the rose, I feel like half the petals fell off. When well, he, he was shaking. Rim? No, the petals just like slipped off. They're like, ah, I don't want to be part of this. <laughs> I don't want to be part of this rose. <laughs> um, but yeah, they they had it they added in a little heart pounding. I don't know. I think that first time there was heart pounding on the mic. They picked it up. It was real. And now they real add in this. Dun, 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 dun. No, I don't know. <laughs> it's real. I don't, know, I don't know what to tell you. The guy's heart was pounding out of his chest. What did you make of Victoria's departure? Uh, Head bef- held high. Before that, I'd like to point out after Maddie says yes, and she Peter asks her, are you sure? And then she, she says yes again. Peter gives her a long hug, a you need to go home Hannah hug. That's how long this hug was. Yeah. Ram. It was yeah. too long. And it let everyone know who was number one here. They were embraced. Listen, not only was the length of the hug made it clear who he prefers. The hand placement. Not the hand placement, maybe. Watch what I'm doing with my hands. And then you readjust to make get a tighter Tighter grip. Yeah. Yeah. Someone you only get a tighter grip on someone if you love them. That's a fact. That's an absolute That's hugging facts. (laughs) 
You're gonna debate? Is anyone gonna contradict me on this? He went like that. You, you have your initial grip on a hug. <laughs> you have your initial grip on a hug. Let me explain what Rim's doing here because yep, they can't did. see you, Rim. He's got an initial grip on the hug, <laughs> and then he sinks in the hug even deeper because he he's truly. I never want to let you go. Never yeah, gonna give you never, up. Never gonna give you up. Hug. Period. Uh, what'd you think of Victoria's departure? I thought she handled it well, uh, which I. It could have gone either way with her. They've yeah. been, uh, you know, an explosive relationship. You could have seen this go an explosive route when they break up. But no, she handled it well. I think she took stock of all the things that happened during her time there. And yeah, was like, it kind of makes sense. This I mean, makes complete sense. In the back of her head, uh, I just remember that you didn't meet my family. Um, yep. So, <laughs> yeah, it kind of makes sense. <laughs> A um, little bit of crying in the car, not yeah. shock. I think this episode, I came around to the idea that after the discussion, especially, she actually really did like him. I agree. I was uncertain throughout the season if I liked Victoria or hated her, and I've landed on I like Victoria, and I really hope she's on Bachelor in Paradise. Whoa, whoa. Okay. Yeah. Why lives matter, Victoria? AB can't wait to see. Big news. Can't see, can't wait to see her. <laughs> can't wait to see her. She's good TV. Interesting. Peter's family already in Australia. Peter back with Hannah Ann and Madison. Peter back with Madison basically announces that his family's already here. Madison gives a toast. Here's to hoping love can conquer all, which in her eyes is the equivalent of infidelity. <laughs> so. <laughs> We'll see how that goes. Two-night live finale starting next week. And Chris says there's not a single person who knows how Peter's journey will end. Not even Peter. What do you think that means? He doesn't end up with someone. His He doesn't. His well, they're implying not that over. it's not over. It's so it's to over. me, that means Peter is hoping Madison takes him back on after the final rose. What else could that? It's not Hannah Ann, yeah. I don't think. So what yeah. else could it mean? It has to be that. We've been wrong before. Tons. Uh, let's move on to women shout over one another, uh, <laughs> also known as women tell all. I'm going to list off the roster here. You ready? Tell me if you remember them or not. Let's I'm glad game. you're going to do that, yeah. Cause... Katrina. No. Marissa. No. Oh, you remember Marissa. Come on. No. Alexa. No. You remember Alexa. No. You just don't remember the names, I swear AB. to you, the first five, no, six people, I didn't know who they were. Kylie? I didn't remember Kylie. No. Sarah. Sarah? I've never seen Sarah in my life, Rim, and I'm confident of that. Kiara? Nope. You remember Kiara? This is ridiculous, <laughs> I, I swear to you, the first, I, I marked down the first six people I did not recognize. I meant that. I Kiara, mean that. I Kiara mean that. Kiara got like week six. I mean that. Deandra? I, that's Savannah, where I started. She was the receiver. Big, big receiver. <laughs> Tammy? <laughs> Catches the ball she up is. at the highest point, Rim. <laughs> That's DeAndre. Takes the top off the defense. Yeah. <laughs> Tammy lays the wood. Sheehan. I knew all these people. Yeah. Lexi. The, it was just the Sydney. first six. I marked right, it down. I'm, first you'll six. You'll notice I'm just still know. going. <laughs> Sydney, Victoria P, McKenna, Kelsey got the loudest cheer. Victoria F. I have a theory as to why that was. Notably absent. Who else would it be? It's not gonna be Victoria F. You don't want to. You don't want to cheer for the uh, White Lives Matter girl. None of them. Lexi, maybe. Uh, notably absent, AB, Kelly, and Natasha. Interesting. Too deep. 
Yeah. Two deep, deep people. I didn't even think about that when I was watching, actually. Yeah. Well, because so many people don't get any screen time on this. You would, it's easy to f- kind of fade into the background. But Kelly and Natasha, not only were they not there, they weren't in any of the clips. It was like they weren't on the show. So that probably means they're done with the series, right? I would I would think so. If you don't okay. get invited to this... They got invited. They turned it down, I'm sure. Rumor is they did not get invited. They didn't get invited? That's what a comment to us on the Twitter was. Really? Why? They Kelly, weren't acknowledged, JB. Kelly it's was like, a it's big like the part MLB of the show, Pete I feel Rose like. or Barry Bonds or something like that. It's like, we're just going to pretend like they weren't <laughs> part of this. I feel like Kelly was a big part of the show. Yeah. Yeah. Natasha, yeah, Natasha was, top, was six. top six. What are we they doing both here? Were. I don't that's know. Weird. That's weird. That's what happened. Interesting. Before they get to any clips or anything, Chris gets the, the ladies' opinions on whether or not Madison, quote, went too far with her ultimatum if she waited too long to tell him, which I thought was an extraordinarily weird question to start things off, especially <laughs> yeah. considering they went straight from that question into a season recap trailer. No follow-ups or context. It was almost as if Chris was like, how about Madison, right? Can you believe the gall on her to have this? <laughs> just had to get that off his chest. <laughs> it was just like, oh, anyway, let's go to the trailer. It was like, what? What was that about? Uh, the trailer included Alea Drama, Champagne Gate, Tammy and Kelsey feuds, Tammy and McKenna feuds, again, notably absent, Kelly and Natasha, or... What? The most ridiculous decisions that Peter made, the things you would expect Peter to, the women to confront Peter about, were not included in that trailer. Yeah. All right, AB, as you can tell by the tone of my voice, I'm not super excited to discuss this. I don't think there's a ton to discuss about any of these conflicts that we've already, we've already went over this at nauseum. It's, it's over. Yeah. Well, we have, we still have to do it. Yeah, we're going to do it. Just touch on them though. You know, Keep it I quick, know if, I mean, this is a real, real opportunity here for us not to go late. My notes are too long. My notes are simply <laughs> okay. too long. I have a regular amount of notes. <laughs> That's absurd. I have a regular amount of notes. I do notes. not. <laughs> uh, what do you make of Alea and Sydney? their resolution for their feud? Is Alea scripted? Is she fake? Is Victoria P. fake? Is Sydney fake? What do you make of that? <laughs> Sydney says Alea's scripted. Alea says that's just who I am. Um, I don't, I think she's, I think she's fake. What do you want me to say? I think she uh, even acknowledged, she, she basically, basically, her defense was she like, basically I've always had a fake voice. Yeah, she acknowledged <laughs> that she's fake. She just, she, that's just part of her. So what are we going to say about that? One thing, there's a, there's a growing, I think, theory that Alea got the screws put to her By in the, the ed- editing edits? room. Yeah. They made her look worse than it was, but... At the same time, I don't know. It seems like a lot of the girls were anti Alea. A good chunk of them. Some of them were friends with Alea. That's true. You know, not everybody's going to get along when you have 30 people. But one thing that was completely glossed over was the fact that Alea went off the show, went on the internet, looked up all this stuff, found out all this stuff <laughs> yeah. about the people, and then brought Came it back. back. Yeah. And then told every, you know, told some people about it, and that spread like wildfire. And they they brought that up to her, and it was just not addressed. Still, I she still feel like that was not an okay thing to it, do. Yeah. And again, no comeuppance. There's no comeuppance on this episode, and I like comeuppance. No, there really wasn't. I will point out regarding edits. I think it's becoming clear Victoria was just as fake as Alea. Certainly, in this whole Victoria Alea situation, um, they're both probably to blame, and. 
Victoria, I th- a couple of people even said, you're the fakest person in the house. Uh, to Victoria. To Victoria. And sure. she didn't have a... She just said... She also said, that's who I am. I'm weird. Champagne Gate. What'd you make of Kelsey's handling? I thought she handled it wonderfully, Rim. Couldn't yeah. handle it better. The only, that's the only option. You can't... She didn't try to still fight be it. bitter about it. No. She, she, she basically said, yeah, I acted ridiculous. I was drunk. What's the problem? <laughs> and that was it. She and I think she and wanted to start something. She's like, you were being very irrational. You wanted to start like the serious yeah. conflict. And then Kelsey's She's like, like, yeah, yep, for sure, dude. Yeah, I was. <laughs> <Sorry>. Yep. <laughs> I think Kelsey, when this was taped, which was a week ago about. Oh, that's it. Was at that point. Yeah. The front runner for Bachelorette. And she acted accordingly. There's always one person who stands out and tries to rise above. They, they act presidential. What's going on on tel- They act presidential. It was Colton. Yeah. It was Jason Tardick as well. There's always one person that's like, hey, man, I can't risk what I got going here. I so can't I'm get into this. Play it cool. Yeah. I got to stay out of the mud. Yeah, exactly. Which was smart. It, I, and I think it served her well. Tammy and Kelsey. Tammy is mean. That is, she, Tammy confuses comedy with meanness. And I don't think, I think that works. I've come to the conclusion we were dead wrong this time about our favorite person. We've had, we always have our favorites. Every season of every uh, Bachelor or Bachelorette show, you know, it's the Alexas, it's the Kenny Kings, it's the, uh, who else have we had? I can't even remember. Uh, Demi. Big Mike. Don't be ridiculous. Big Mike. Big Mike. All these, all our favorites. We were we picked Tammy early on as our favorite. She seemed funny. I just can't with the eye rolls and the facial ex- the expressions. It's just knock it off. It's a little unbecoming of someone who claims to have such a serious and accomplished reputation. She did try to make a decent point about how the I think other people what other people are doing is her business because they're all swapping spit with peter and i was like that is a good point but then i realized it's unclear as to whether or not they're talking about some contagious disease so i don't think (laughs) whether or not kelsey is drinks more than you or not and kisses the same guy you can't catch drunk ab so i'm not sure the swapping spit is relevant here so i didn't i almost got tricked by a decent point but i don't think it worked (laughs) i just had had enough of the eye rolls that's all there was to it for me and Tammy. You know, she made those claims about McKenna wanting to be, get her hashtags or whatever, be a presence on social media, which she was because she made those faces. McKenna was constantly making faces that were screenshotted and gift. But also so was Tammy. Tammy was absolutely... Yeah, she wanted the gifts, yeah. Taking that same angle. She's into the gifts too. Whether she, I think, And I think she knows it. Um, Kelsey says, hey, Tammy... That was mean you called me emotionally unstable and an alcoholic when I'm not. And also, didn't stop there, which most people would stop there. Also, people with that stuff are watching and you made them feel bad. So you stink, Tammy, and I agree, AB. Anything else on this feud? No. I thought it was funny. Victoria tried to chime in like because they're like, in Victoria, you brought up the pill popping stuff. You got anything to say about that? And she's like, well, <laughs> as a nurse. And then one of the girls is like, you're yeah. a dermatologist. <laughs> I didn't even know that. That's, um, I would have had a hard time with someone claiming medical (laughs) expertise in a field which they're not an expert. Yep. And again, like we said during that situation, 
if you're genuinely concerned about someone's health or it's an not the way you do it. to you don't spread a rumor <laughs> you don't go to as a nurse i don't think your first move is to tell that person's friends no. is it no i don't think, have some confidentiality some violations, something going on it yeah. didn't seem right uh tammy mckenna mckenna what i don't know i mean what'd you make of this ab we got more of the mckenna you know pre-written outlines uh big time speeches, speeches. that you've speeches. already roasted i don't know what else i don't I know what else to hard- say about that either mckenna prepares what she's gonna say she's 100 percent more prepared. power to her or she's one of the great extemporaneous speakers of all time <laughs> And I find that the latter hard to believe. Her lines so, weren't hitting. She ends it with, why don't you come no, to Canada and learn how to treat people with a little hit. bit? It, there was crickets. Okay. This is like when, you know, you're having a, this is a, this is a rap battle rim. And the, the person obviously battle. came with pre-written out lines to the rap battle. It, of course. They're not going to hit. We know you wrote that down. This is a freestyle battle. Yeah, and it didn't. Yeah, you're dead right. Th- th- that was a very disappointing last word <laughs> from McKenna. Less. Chris was very like, "All right, here you go. I'm gonna put the ball on a tee here for you. Knock it out of the park. Let's go. You got to at least make good solid contact and rope a double." <laughs> he just bunted, and the people are like, "Oh, bad last Blame. line." Anyway, uh, quickly, Tammy accused McKenna of spreading her legs for the camera again. Tammy going for the gif with the legs up. Did you remember I don't any know of what that she's on ta- the season I, at I all? I had no idea what she was talking about. It seemed too far. Made no sense. Yep. Anyway, let's take a quick break. Kelsey in the hot seat. Little Kelsey Peter retrospective. Um, they had a couple conversations on the show. Kelsey and Peter. She was pretty emotional watching it. I think Kelsey genuinely thought Peter was a potential life partner, future husband. I agree. I think we said all along Kelsey was probably the most she was the furthest along and more most serious out of any of the final four uh that the people that made it to hometown. So I I I believed what she was saying and how she was uh how it hurt her. She misses Peter. What does she miss about him? He accepts her for her AB, which, you know, I when Chris goes, what do you miss about him? I expected her to say some bland or something, and then we can roast Peter for not, like, having a big personality or any uh, identifying traits. But she did say he accepts her for her, and that is undeniable, given the reputation she had early on after Champagne Gate and kind of how she was perceived by everybody else. Peter didn't pay attention to that. He did have blinders on. And got to know Kelsey for Kelsey. I think that's a... And I appreciate him for it, Rem. Yeah. Because we got to know Kelsey. And now we're of, of Kelsey course. guys. Well. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. I would say I wouldn't give her the guy dis- uh, distinction from my perspective. I don't... I like Kelsey. She's I came from around Iowa. completely. I came around completely. I was. I said it was out. And then I said she's an ex-bachelorette. So I obviously did a pretty big... But yeah. I'm not a... I wouldn't say I'm a Kelsey guy. Okay. Anyway, Champagne Gate. What a great episode that was. That, I think, was probably the high of the season with Champagne Gate. I agree. Something I'll never forget for the rest of time is Champagne Gate and how that bottle exploded on her. A perfect early season episode of this show. Still at the mansion episode. 
Did it go on too long? Did they drag it on too long? Are we being a dead horse? Of course, that's the name of the game here. What did you make of Chris saying Kelsey has been criticized for being emotional? Um, and by that, I mean, what are they talking about? I think they're ju- the, he's, he picked the specific part of Champagne Gate where Tam, or not even Champagne Gate, it was later when Tammy was, Tammy and Kelsey were talking and she was bringing up the emotionally unstable part. Kelsey is, uh, was okay that makes sense admittedly drunk that night um and a little emotional and he's using that to paint the picture that all of america thinks she's overly emotional sure and brought out the most emotional person in this series history the the one known for crying to to Ashley hammer that I. point home yeah so backing up a little bit i didn't i i thought he was talking about champagne gay in general not the the actual words emotionally unstable, which were said later by Tammy. I my criticism, and I think the general criticism was not Kelsey's emotional, and you can't be emotional. I I think the majority of people thought she overreacted, and she has since admitted to champagne, that, yeah, to something that doesn't make a big difference in the grand scheme of even a season of The Bachelor. But I think you're right. That's probably they just should have been more clear about it. He was like, boy, people don't like you because you're emotional. What do you have to say about that? I'm like, what kind of straw man is that to set up? Anyway, what'd you make of Ashley I coming out? Ashley I is really really came around. I think of her now as pretty much Bachelor royalty. Whoa. She's one of the big if you're making a Mount Rushmore of the the women on this series, I think she might be on that rim with I did a quick list here. Oh let's oh yeah. Hannah, of course. Rachel, of course. Jojo and Ashley I. I think those are the four most popular people on the series right now. I really do. If wow. they if and they Ashley show is up, the only one who wasn't a bachelorette. If they show up, it's a big deal, really big deal. And Ashley I used to be like kind of a joke contestant that everyone roasted for how much she cried. Now, yeah, people are following her love story. There, everyone loves her. She's got a pot a booming podcast. Nah, we'll bleep that out. Um, <laughs> I still think this was strange, though, because she came out to thank Kelsey for standing up to the, quote, emotional shamers out there. And again, I don't know who these people are that it are emotional weird. shaming. Yeah, it was a little weird. It was like when a kid gets made fun of at school for dressing up as Iron Man every day. And then, like, Robert Downey Jr. comes to school as dressed as Iron Man. He's like, thanks for standing up for Iron Man. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Except... Except this was does not that, real. I suppose that ever happened. I think I think I'm blending something that actually happened, like a hospital visit. With are you talking about the hospital visit into this where Batman showed up and like no, I'm the kid about was Iron always Man. dressed? To, okay, okay. I'm talking about Iron. Yeah, I might be doing that. I might. It's I'm blending Iron Man kid. visiting somebody in a hospital with Batman kid. That's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> okay, but it was it was just strange to be like Ashley I. The maligned emotional woman. She's the emotional like, spokesperson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here like, to hand you an award. <laughs> exactly. Like for lifetime achievement and showing your <laughs> yeah. emotion on television. Like, I don't know. I just didn't think that's why people were criticizing, talking about Kelsey. I agree. It's a little bit of a stretch. That was a gigantic. That was a bottle of champagne from when Dirk won the title with the Mavs. That's how big that bottle of champagne was. It was four gallons. Inc- I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Incredible bottle. It was a, a great you visual. Wanna, uh, Kelsey had brought her champagne bottle and made a huge deal about opening that champagne bottle. Now you have a real champagne bottle that you should treat and put on that pedestal that you put your your the earlier champagne bottle. If someone never opens this. 
it's Fist fighting. Cuffs. Yeah, it's 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 going down. Victoria F in the hot seat. I want to say first the off-screen news, good or bad. I'd like to stay away from it because it sucks. It totally shapes how I view contestants in real time. Like Victoria really kind of never had a chance with me. I was I had a negative view of Victoria and prob- probably like justifiably. Justifiably, yeah. But it stinks to I don't know. I like to keep the show in the bubble. I don't know why. Anyway, uh what'd you make of her time in the hot seat? Well, it always sucks when you start to like someone on here and then something off the show is inexcusable that they did. And the yeah. same thing happened with Garrett. Like we we liked Garrett. He was seemed like a good guy and then stuff came up and it ruined everything. And it ruined it can it can ruin a whole season like it did Becca's. I don't think it did this time because obviously she didn't make it quite as far, but And you know, that's not to say people can't change, change and improve sure. and learn. But when you're watching the season, they don't have that opportunity because it was six months ago before news came out about them. So they can't even address or, you know, make changes, you know. So it's just you're watching them and you're like, Ugh, you know, you don't have a good attitude about them. Um, they talked a little bit about. Well, first, let's talk about her, her discussing her and Peter's relationship. What it seems sincere. It seems jarringly sincere yeah i agree and she did some self-reflection on how it went and she puts most of the blame on herself she says she has regrets she wishes you would have let him love her more like he wanted to and she's just upset with herself i thought i thought it was very mature of her i i bought her explanation about i did too how she acted and why she acted the way she was it was it was interesting to see her like you said reflection then Chris brings up the serious accusation made against her on the show that Victoria was responsible for breaking up multiple marriages. Now, this was not a detail given by Blurry Woman. This was the headline you couldn't bring yourself to say last this week. Is it was so salacious. This is what I couldn't say last week. It was that four marriages were broken up. Count them. Four. One, two, three, four. Four marriages ruined by victoria is the is the with victoria playing a role obviously the men involved were are not free but victoria is the common denominator it was interesting that he brought this up i thought um kind of bringing up the the stuff the online rumors that are unproven this wasn't an on-screen storyline no. specifically about the marriages. Because so. we didn't know this, except for after the fact, the girl, the blurry-faced girl gave interviews. So it was interesting to see them touch on that and not touch on some of the other stuff. It's I, I just don't know what... I don't know why they brought this part up. She said absolutely not. Chris asked her directly. Denies it. broken on marriages. She's absolutely not. And of course, this is not... I mean, what... This isn't a court of law. It's af- it's women tell all. So what's she going to say? Yes, here's why. I mean, they're not going to get into this, whether yeah. or not she actually did. So the I just found it very weird to bring it. this up so short and yeah, they was didn't dig into it. it. Yeah, yeah, nothing. There was nothing to it. She said she could have handled the accusation better. And then Chris says, I'm sitting here with this woman who's very articulate, who's owning his her emotions. This is the woman Peter fell in love with. Just like that. Snap of the finger. 
complete image rehab. Uh, yeah, Chris vouched for her. Ovation. It's part of why. It's part of why I said I've turned my. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd forgot about the White Lives Matter stuff going on because Chris they, vouched they didn't for talk about it. Chris yep. vouched for. Her. That's all I needed. You to know, hear. again, the the marriages thing. I can't. You can't prove that. I'm not gonna. I don't really want to search. I don't want to go into the what the people, other people involved, have said. Yeah. It's strange when they dip their toe into this real life stuff because they can't get to the bottom. They can't put their whole. They can't get all the way into it. So it almost leaves you with more questions than answers. I don't even question it because I've always been of the mindset that the person breaking up the marriage isn't to blame at all. That's just something I. That's just whoa. That's just my thoughts. I think it's on the person that's in a he the person that's in the marriage. It's their fault. Now having sure. four is alarming. If that's the case, I think that's what <laughs> like makes if you break difference. up four marriages, that's that's a little alarming to me. But I still put the majority of the blame on those four other people. Sure, I think the four for me as an unmarried person, the four says that's a lot. Okay, how much do you really value the commitment of marriage? If you're doing that, not one, not two, not three. Not four, LeBron. <laughs> Times. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, well, if they're going to gloss over it, we're going to gloss over it too. So that's Victoria in the hot seat. That's it. She's back. <laughs> She's back in everyone's good graces. She'll apparently. be on paradise, I yeah. assume. Of course. Of course. To a standing ovation. Yeah. Uh, Peter and Chris. The boys. Crashing some bachelor, the boy, <laughs> crashing some bachelor parties. AB, I got to admit, I love... Watching I this, love this. I love the viewing I love parties. This. I gotta admit it. Um, what you, you have anything on this segment? His parents tagging along. I was gonna say, are you gonna mention his parents? You've been uh, a big, oh, time big shocker. Critic. Yeah, I can't believe they showed up. You've been, Ooh, a, yeah. you've been a critic of <laughs> not a critic, just calling it like it is. Which is Peter's mom <laughs> loves being on TV. Even There's no denying that. about Peter's mom, and <laughs> it's pretty obvious this woman loves being on TV. That's fine, but it's true. Uh, th- I I just wanted to point out how awesome these parties looked. I would like to see are th- are these type of parties obviously probably not as big as this. Most people aren't having as big of parties as this. Where oh no, this hanging the decorations cameras. is the yeah sure. I would like to know more about these parties because I'm sure some of our listeners hold bachelor parties. Are are they anything like this? Are they what are you doing for these bachelor parties? Because I've never been to one. I would like to know that too. The because it's not how we consume it. We watch it. You got to do the social. You got to take the notes. I sit I don't in the have... dark with a pen and pad, basically <laughs> taking yeah. notes like I'm at like I'm at a lecture. Meticulous notes. Way, way I've been to lectures with you. Way more notes, way more notes. than you take in lectures. <laughs> I just like being reminded, AB, that this show, this stupid show. A unifying force yeah. in America is the Bachelor franchise. All types of people get hyped up, gives you something to look forward to every Monday. And I like to see that visually. Maybe we can do that for the mailbag. Send in some information on your party, on your Bachelor parties. We'll see if we get any responses. Maybe nobody has them look quite like this. Peter comes out to the hot seat. He had, quote, no idea was he was getting into, which I think was clear from night one. Kelsey is the first to speak up. She also tears up immediately. This was the classic front runner for the next lead. Mm-hmm. Thanks to you, I know I can find somebody. Who I'm loves ready me as for much. love. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready for love. She stopped short of saying like a slogan for the show, <laughs> but it was pretty obvious what that was. And then Chris invites Victoria to sit with Peter, not Kelsey, mind you. Victoria. 
And she says, uh, Victoria, thanks him for being patient. Says she learned a lot and will carry it forward. Anything else? You have any other? You have any other uh, no, notes not on about this? That. No, uh, no. Keep nope. it moving. Keep it moving. Chris opens it. Chris opens it up to everybody. He's like, anyway, general questions from <laughs> the women. Let's open it up. <laughs> What'd you make of McKenna being the first to speak? McKenna up? McKenna annoyingly says she wishes she wouldn't have had to go through rose ceremony. It's like there were ten people left. Of course, you're not. You don't go through rose ceremony. If you're one of the like last people, it's it's not something you do this early. You're gonna go through. Talking about? She's talking about her two on one. Why didn't she get a rose on the two on one? We roasted Peter for this. She had a legitimate gripe. She's she was saying that he should have sent her home there if he knew like that she shouldn't have had to sit through that rose ceremony. Is what is how I took the complaint. It's a valid point in my opinion. Why he wasn't ready? You didn't know yet. Nah, What's the problem? I think he knew. <laughs> I just don't think someone that was not even close to being a front runner should have that opinion that they don't need to sit through a rose ceremony that they oh, just. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were in Peru. Where were you going to go? <laughs> yeah. Savannah asks, do you regret giving some of these other girls that cause a lot of drama roses and not some of the girls that were genuine and here for the right reasons? Do you regret it? This is Savannah. That's a great question from someone I didn't know who they were. AB, I thought this was a perfectly valid question. There was a huge groan from the crowd and the other people. They're like, oh, I can't believe you. Can't believe other you people. Like, that. What are you talking about? For Did you some, watch the show? For whatever reason, it was a pro Peter crowd for one. I don't understand. I don't fully understand why. <laughs> I mean, he just this was crazy. AB just Peter had no comeuppance for anything. No, he didn't face the music on anything he did. <laughs> I don't understand why this was a pro Peter crowd. Uh. If I would have been there, I would. We would have been booing. That's of that's course. very clear. <laughs> Given that guy with the beard at the Mets game, just hard thumbs down when he comes out. Yeah. And not only was it, you know, it was probably appropriate crowd, but they also piped in the the, the appropriate <laughs> yeah. claps and music when they were introducing the women at the very beginning. It, you couldn't hear Chris; the roar was so loud. I'm like, I'm not sure people are going that crazy for, Peter. for Savannah, yeah. you know, or Peter or oh, anybody. Yeah, yeah. Peter said he was just trying his best, following his heart. I mean, he's. This was disappointing, Alex. This was he faced no music and he's never going to. No, it's it was less than anybody as as one of the worst bachelors of all time in terms of giving us what we want and making good decisions and generally avoiding, you know, drama and looking for a mate. He was the yeah. he was the worst and he he faced wow. no questions. One of the worst. He faced no questions yeah. <laughs> on anything he didn't have to explain anything which is weird because even the good bachelors usually have to get explain a couple things yeah they're they're nervous like oh i'm gonna get grilled he didn't get grilled at all it was no. uh, very disappointing sydney says hey we all just on behalf of everybody we all just want to see you happy and i'm like i figured half of you had legitimate qualms with him that needed to be addressed <laughs> And then Peter makes a good point here, AB, and this is one of the main reasons I would never go on this show, especially in this era. He says, You're, it takes a brave person to go through this experience because you open your life up to millions of people, and that's not easy. He's right. Truly, in this era where your life, every bit of your life will be investigated if you go on this show, and you will be exposed for every bad tweet you ever sent or every mean thing you said to somebody, although there's a lot to be gained, it's a risk to your reputation and your livelihood not just your reputation just your the way you live yeah anyway uh once all of them to find love that was fine what'd you think of the bloopers 
disappointing as usual. <laughs> I'm in a bad mood by the end of this. Jeez, right? Right? Can you tell? <laughs> I thought the bloopers are fine. I always love bloopers. I did like when he sat in the champagne. That was funny. His ass was soaked in champagne. <laughs> but that's that was my main... That was it. Okay. Overall takeaway from the Peter segment. All the girls seem to be pro-Peter, not just the crowd. All the girls seem to be pro-Peter. Uh, he made a ton of mistakes, but... I guess if you actually look at it, none of them were that big where you'd like hate someone. Like, yeah, he didn't give me a fair shot, but I don't think those people had a strong, like they weren't in love with Peter when he did this, when he wronged them. So there's no venom towards Peter. Uh, And I, I guess it makes sense if you look at it that way. I think they were understanding of how hard his gig was, which we were also, but that doesn't mean he was good at it no i would have liked to have seen we've spent hours and hours and hours talking about these things he's done these choices he's made and how upset that should be making the people on the show and it just wasn't addressed so i was disappointed agreed from the time peter came out to the hot seat until this segment was over including the commercial break 11 minutes in real time basically one segment inexcusable (laughs) Use of a women tell all with this bachelor, in my opinion. During the commercial break, they aired a casting promo for the next season of The Bachelorette, indicating that it was X. We'll talk about later. Stay tuned. They didn't mention this during the actual women tell all show, AB. Which tells you they didn't. They obviously did not know whenever this was recorded. About a week ago. So obviously it was a decision they made very, very recently, which is interesting. Yeah. All right, AB, after the break, this is the last segment of the Women Tell All. Perhaps the most serious conversation I've ever seen on a tell-all show. Holy cow. Chris is out there with former Bachelorette Rachel. The mood has changed. It gets serious when Rachel's there and the lights are dim. It's like, Uh uh-oh, we're in trouble. That's what I felt like. I was going into the principal's office and my mom was already there. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we had an assembly. Open the door and my mom's there and I'm in trouble and I'm racking my brain. I was trying to figure out what happened. (laughs) What did I do? What did I do? Uh, They're there to talk about online harassment, the franchise The Bachelor. Wow. And Rachel starts off by saying, I wanted to pave a way for women who look like me who haven't been represented on this in this role on this show, but sometimes I feel like my efforts are in vain yeah. because it's getting so much worse. And then, A.B., Rachel reads messages some of the cast members have dis- received. Explicit, Brutal. vulgar. Brutal. This was bananas what did you make of this segment i was shocked uh, they did this. yeah i didn't see this coming at all um it do you want my whole take on the whole thing or what are you, what are you looking for always well i mean we are anti calling someone names and racial epithets <laughs> that goes without saying but i i also want to discuss the fact that the show did this the fa- was the most shocking thing to me. I wasn't shocked by the messages. Of course, we know that happens. But the fact that the show did this was like, holy cow. Uh, But say what you want to say. I'm glad they did it. As always, it's better to bring this up and start conversations like this. But just like ABC and this franchise has done and with all things race-related, I felt like they tiptoed around it a little bit. No one actually said... No one actually said this is racism. Who? Nobody. Okay? 
racism was not, but it was very clear what they were trying to get up. They're trying to get across without having to say that this is racist stuff. They, they brought out Rachel, the first black bachelorette. They then asked questions of all the women of color on stage, but we can't say don't be racist. Like, showed women of color in the audience. Showed all the women of color in the audience, but then we don't talk about, we're kind of tiptoeing around because we don't want to make people uncomfortable that people yeah. are being racist as hell to all these black black women. Okay? That's, I, it, I, I'm glad they brought it up, but they didn't go all the way. And if you're going to do this, go all the way. Like, let's have a conversation about racism in America, if you're going to do that. Very interesting, A.B. The reason they didn't, I think both you and I know why, is because the moment you say the R word, people exactly. get, people draw back and they say, it's not always racist exactly. just because I don't like this person. So they didn't want to anger their audience, but they still wanted to get the point across, which Devil's Advocate is better than doing nothing. I agree. That's what I'm saying. I, it was. But, I'm glad they did it, but it was half-assed. And... It isn't great when you have a woman up on stage that that was a spokesperson for a White Lives Matter company and not address and you it. don't even address that. So that also annoys me about this whole situation. You know, if they're going to another similar comment, if they're going to hold up a mirror to the audience, the franchise should probably hold yourself. up a mirror yeah. to yourself a little bit too and think about and I a different angle is think about what kind of conflicts you stir up on the show and how you promote the show half the time. Mm -hmm. Tell alls in particular are promoted with clips of adults yelling at one another, calling each other's names with words bleeped. Now conflicts on the show are, you know, trivial and contrived. That's it's not the same as being racist on the internet. That's not the same, but I do think it's a little bit. This is the culture you've created when you promote these. You're a stupid name calling or even like something as silly as throwing chicken nuggets at someone. And this is becomes the backbone of your show. Sure. Maybe people feel like they can participate. They feel emboldened to participate in this and obviously take it 10 X too far. It's not I'm not saying that it's, you know the same, but if you're gonna if you're gonna act like this is unacceptable, you cross the line here. Look at what you can do, also. Yeah, maybe pull back on some of that stuff a little bit. And like you said, uh, go all the way, call it what it is. And so, you know, the Victoria F thing was the, the White Lives Matter thing was not a rumor. No, Cosmo didn't facts. put you guys yeah. on the cover. <laughs> One you know of your I mean? episodes that you did, the prize was not given to that person. There was probably yeah. big money involved with Cosmopolitan and ABC for that episode, and Cosmo just decided to nix it because of something you're unwilling to bring up. It's interesting. It was an int I was shocked they did it. I hope they're serious about it. Uh, at the end of the day, I'm not sure it makes a huge difference. No, because these people who these people were anonymous yesterday and they're anonymous today. The people so. that are sending messages like that are just true scumbags. Like, can you imagine sending something like that to a random reality TV star? Who? What do you What do you get out what, of that? What's the purpose? It's just the worst people on earth that do that type of stuff. And the, you know, they more often than not, I imagine, have other stuff going on. It's not even worth engaging. Yeah, trying to change their mind about that. Um. 
I wouldn't be surprised if Rachel was the one who pushed for this. She still has kind of a strong affiliation with the show. I'm not sure that the people who put the show together were the ones who were like, we need to do something about this. I don't get the feeling that they care that much. That much. So I'm pretty sure. Sh- I, I assume that I, if Rachel, I guess, I assume Rachel was the one. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Anyway, anything else to say on that? I think you summed it up very well. And uh, no, get out and vote this November. I guess. <laughs> That's my main takeaway here, folks. I don't want to get political here, but... All right, well, bleep it out. Uh, Chris says the finale will be one of the most unexpected and complicated endings we have ever seen. Complicated. Intrigues me, Rim. I... It would like it to be simple. <laughs> I don't want it to be that complicated. No. Don't give me homework, Chris. What do you? Did you watch the preview? Of course not. It's interesting that he says complicated because <laughs> we've had some of the most complicated endings recently. We had Becca. What was her situation? Oh, Ari. Ari and Becca. So we had breakups after the show was over. We then had Jed, who yeah. She broke up with and had all the. It, we've had a lot of complicated endings recently. So what could be more complicated? Wow. Two night finale event next Monday and Tuesday, and Chris said no one knows, not even. <laughs> he didn't say that, but that was his implication. <laughs> he goes, not one person. He was like, nobody knows. <laughs> so anyway, uh, that's why I think what we talked about might happen. I think that's probably going to happen. Okay. Agree or disagree? On how it ends? Yeah. I think they're throwing a curveball, and I think Maddie just wins. That doesn't seem very complicated, AB. I know. I think he's. you can't trust what these people tell you, Rim. No. So well, what I do. they tell Every you, week. <laughs> think the opposite. Okay, let's move on to the stuff I really want to talk about, which was Monday morning, the next Bachelorette was announced, and it is Claire Crawley. She was the runner-up on Juan Pablo's season six years ago, 2014. Was one of the fir- was on the first two seasons of Bachelor in Paradise, and had a nice little comeback arc on Winter Games two years ago. AB, what do you think of this pick? It came out of left field, Rim. I had no clue. This was a true shocker to me. I didn't know that she was on anyone's radar. We haven't seen her since Winter Games. Uh, it's it's crazy to me. She's 38 years old. It's quite a departure from where the the franchise has been heading. What do you make of that? I am not sold that that's going to do for the franchise what people think it is. And that is because I think it's more about the contestants than the lead in terms of getting a more serious, you know, group of a cast there. So if it's, we're going to find out who the cast is. If you see people in their thirties instead of people in their, you know, lower, lower to mid twenties, that's when you realize they're making a, a, a shift here. So I need to see the contestants first. Yeah. We need to see the contestants. I, I am not convinced this is a, a shift. They're not turning around the Titanic here. Well, Titanic's bad. That ship sunk. So maybe a different, a cruise liner, <laughs> a regular cruise liner maybe. that gets to its destination. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just go to, when I think of big ships, I think of that one. One of the great movies of all time. 
I'm Agreed. not convinced that, that it's a complete good. shift. That movie's so good. <laughs> that movie's so, so good. good. When that's on, I stop what I'm doing and I watch it. It's that a movie. must watch show. So good. Leo at his so finest. Good. Kate Winslet. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Music symbol. Incredible. <laughs> Celine Dion music. <laughs> wow. Anyway, what was I going to say? It's not a complete shift. I, I think this is more, more likely a one off. What's your favorite Titanic scene, Rim? Um, when Cal is grabs the kid and pretends it's his so he can get on the boat. <laughs> I like that's just the first one that came to mind. I just saw it on TV yesterday. I love all the scenes. Anyway. You wanna know mine? You don't want to know mine, Rim? <laughs> no, I don't want I guess. It's not my We're favorite here. scene, but it's the most memorable. It's when Jack or or uh what's the what's the girl's name in that? Kate Winslet, one of their hands on the steam, they go into, they're, they're running away from, because they're, they're cheating on the, the I'm going to cut this. Okay. Yeah. But I just want to tell you Rose, this. Of course. <laughs> Rose, Rose, Rose okay. obviously. Rose and Jack, they find an abandoned car and it's so steamy oh, and the yeah. hand goes yeah. up against the steamy window. <laughs> That's an iconic yeah. moment in cinema history. It's like when the alien in Independence Day throws Dr. Oaken up against the wall. It's the same level of force yeah. and steam. I'll never forget Release that till the day I die. Me. Little Dr. Oaken for you. <laughs> this has gone oh, off the rails. Where are we at? I have no comp- I have no clue where we are. I I think that <laughs> they're not going to just all of a sudden have mid 30s bad leads. I think they're doing this. I think they're throwing a bone cuz I that's what it feels like. I think to me. they're kind of throwing a bone. Here's here's my complete thoughts. I predict Claire will be an immensely popular bachelorette. Okay? This I think was very smart of them for the same reason that a Mike Johnson pick would have been very smart this season. Out of the box picks should get major buzz. When you choose something out of the box, you get buzz outside of your bubble. A 38-year-old woman, given where this show has been and where it's been trending, instantly has goodwill. I mean, we're sitting, we're sitting with The Bachelor right now with two 23-year-olds. We're yep. talking 15 years older, this Bachelorette yeah. is. I think it makes a massive Huge difference. difference. The headline alone plays well. Mm-hmm. It will be covered by more outlets. It will pique interest among more people than the selection of any of the 23, 20, whatever, typical leads. Those would elicit a same old, same old reaction. People who, do, who don't watch are not going to watch. People who don't watch now are, I think, going to have, be like, oh, franchise is coming back to when I used to enjoy it a little or, more. Yeah, so I was going to say, and people that have stopped watching because of all the, the childish drama that has exactly. taken over. And for the millionth time, think about who your audience is. Think about who has been with the franchise for 10 or 20 years now. The, f- the fans in the audience at Women Till All did not look 23 years old to me. So I understand you want to appeal to the younger crowd so you can grab them for an extended period of time. But I believe your their core audience is still the median age is much higher than that. I agree. As far as the cast, I imagine a lot of them were already cast. So now they have to go and get rid of them and get some people a little older. I assume that's why they had the promo. Hey, we need people for Claire. The, if the cast is older, it could be refreshing to see people who maybe aren't there entirely for influencer careers. Well, you 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 could have the 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 older the cast you get, the more chances that they are you know cemented in a profession 
you know, cemented that they've been doing for 10 plus years at this point. So they're not looking to become Instagram famous like a 23 year old. If shit, if I was 23, I'd be trying to get Instagram famous. Forget getting a job. Are you crazy? (laughs) I'd be be doing the same thing. So no, no shame to any of these people. And in general, I think there's less of a market for that for men. I think when you look at the men from the recent seasons of the show, Mike Johnson and Peter Krause, two of the more popular men on the show recently who are not leads, have the same number of followers combined as Madison. Yeah, that will be good to see. Um, I am about as excited as I could be for this Bachelorette season, considering our other options. What do you think? Are you are you excited for it? Or are you more just surprised by the announcement? I was surprised, which I think led to some disappointment when I first heard the no- the news. And I don't even know why. I think huh. I haven't heard. I guess I haven't heard the best things about Claire. Maybe it's just the people I have talked to. But I, I didn't. Yeah. I don't know that the general is the general feeling for Claire a positive one after all of her. Because she's been on, what is it, four shows now? This will be her fifth time. This will be her fifth time. So is the general opinion of Claire a positive one after from the last time we've seen her? We are going to jump into that right now. Good question. Uh, I will say that you'll notice my comments were not about Claire herself. No, they weren't at all. They They were about the direction of the choice and why I think it makes smart business sense for them to do this. I think this is a really good idea. I think people are going to really going to like it. Yeah. Claire herself is almost secondary. I did not like Claire that much on Winter Games. She may have gotten a bad edit, but that was my thought too. Last yeah. time I've seen I don't know, I didn't watch The Bachelor in Paradise when she was on. I don't think yeah. I did at least. Uh and I did not watch Juan Pablo's season. Makes me wonder if I'm going to have to watch all We're gonna three have of to. those now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've been looking for an excuse to watch Juan Pablo's season. Have, I think this is yeah. the obvious. I'm sure it'll be on ABC now, just like they did for Ari. Yeah, they should do that. They should definitely do yeah. that. Here, okay, so we didn't do a mailbag question last week, which actually worked out fine, because we just put this on Instagram on Monday. Got a lot of reaction. Let's Thank you to it. everyone who commented and texted in. 773-234-7794 is the mailbag question. The question was, what do you think of ABC's choice as Claire Crawley as the next Bachelorette? Rough counts. Rough counts. 81 comments or messages or what I would categorize as positive. Okay. 16 or what I would categorize as negative. Some of the people who are not on board with this make some good points, and we'll get to those. 641 area code. I love this choice. She's older, but I think, she, but she has been dramatic and outspoken on all our Bachelor series appearances. So I think she'll still bring the drama, put the guys in their place when they need it, and will be interesting to watch someone who is actually looking for love and isn't just thirsting out for Instagram fame. And bonus, it will likely skew the average age of the contestants up, which I would love to see. I'm over the 22-year-old caddy drama on this show. Sure, it makes for good TV, but that's what I enjoy watching on MTV. I want romance and beautiful dates and love on The Bachelor. 917. Who's that from? That was from 641 Area Code. Okay. I'm starting off with Area Codes for some reason, which is not- You're not giving names? They don't give names. Not everybody gives names. They forget. People forget I don't have your name in my phone. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So you might need to include 641 is Mason City. 917 area code. I'm so upset about Claire as the new Bachelorette. 
AB, ABC does everything possible to avoid having a person of color as the lead. Your suggestion of Katie Morton was a solid choice. Tasha would have been my pick. This is just a Mike Johnson situation all over again where ABC is determined to put anyone in the lead role instead of a person of color. I'm very tired of it. I can't argue uh, with that necessarily, but it is it still, I think, is a positive having someone older. The other thing I think this opens the door to for the bachelorette specifically because they've done this with the bachelor you could say with ari i think it has a bigger impact with the bachelorette the door is no longer shut on contestants from two three four seasons ago they're breaking the mold of it's got to be the recent season and i think that that helps but again can't argue that point uh emily in minnesota i think choosing claire is great and hopefully breathes new life into the franchise after pilot pete's uneven season my concern is how this impacts the broader Batch universe. How will the men of Claire's season match up with the toddlers of this season on Bachelor in Paradise? This was a common concern. Assuming the cast of Claire's season is, you know, 10 plus years older than the 23-year-olds, where does that leave BIP? What do you think, AB? I'm, again, I'm not sold that this cast is going to be that much older. I don't think we're going to have people in, like, up near 40. There might be a couple. But I don't think yeah. the majority, I think the majority are going to be like 28. I think it'll, it'll push the median up, but it won't be, I don't think you're going to have people on Bachelor in Paradise that are 15 years apart. I think it'll be 28 year olds and then you'll have the 23 year olds from, from uh Peter season. I don't think, I, I'm not sold and hopefully I'm wrong. I would love to see a cast of a half over 30, but I don't see that being the case. Again, that's maybe the most compelling thing that we're waiting for. I will say if the cast is older than normal, keep in mind they have these other shows now. They will populate. They will backfill BIP with listen to your heart people. There's a new there's 20 people from there. A couple yeah. put a couple of them in there. Bring some more people from past BIP seasons. I think they'll be fine. Um, Jordan from Saskatchewan. I believe Brock Lesnar lives in that province. I'm not Claire's biggest fan based on what we have seen in past seasons, but I am super here for a return to older casts, a real backstory of not being able to find love, and honestly just completely thrilled that we aren't going to see any of the girls from Peter's season as Bachelorette this year. Thank you, Jordan. Elizabeth, I am not excited for the Bachelorette. I feel like we don't know her, and I don't have a personal tie to her like I have other previous Bachelorettes. I was hoping for Kelsey to be announced, and now I feel let down. I still watch because I love the Bachelor franchise, but I feel like I can't trust their decision. I also low-key think announcing it on Good Morning America is trash. They should have done it at Women Tell All or after the final rose. Again, I think that's a timing thing. They didn't figure it out until like Saturday yeah. after Women Tell All was taped. Also, I'm pretty sure they always do it on Good Morning America now. I think I they like do. Colton, yeah, that seems right. Yeah, Colton and Ari and others. 808 area code. I have complicated feelings about Claire. Glad we have an older bachelorette, but I missed the part of Claire's appearance on the show, which was cool. She just came off whiny to me. That's kind of my... But I will absolutely watch. That's kind of my opinion there. ABC needs to be encouraged to continue with older leads and older casts. Positive reinforcement. 
Danielle from San Francisco. I'm really excited about Claire as the next Bachelorette. It's exciting to see someone in her 30s looking for love when there is some real anxiety anxiety around finding a mate at that age and should make for really interesting TV from a different perspective than we've had lately. Finally, a smart decision by the Bachelor producers. Thank you, Danielle. Anna from Portland, Oregon. Enough with the insider trading, AB. I'm tired. I'm bored. I want out. Hell, I'd be happier with a Tila tequila at this point. No, don't. Strong take from don't. Anna. Strong take. That's, you don't know what you're getting with a Tila tequila. Right? <laughs> so that's, I'm very familiar with the shot at love. Double yeah. shot at love. I think it was called. It's something like that. Very familiar. Is it? Isn't she a Nazi now? <laughs> Something along those lines? I'm pretty sure she is. <laughs> I don't think she can be on the show. Yeah, I hear you. Jasmine from Las Vegas. Peter kept sending home women I was interested in learning more about. Natasha, Sarah, Lexi, Alexa, just to name a few. Agreed. They had very little screen time, so obviously they never stood a chance in The Bachelorette running. As you can probably guess by my answers, I'm relieved to see one... No one from this season got it. I would have loved to see Tasha, Katie Morton, or Elise, but I'm coming around to Claire finding love. Jess from Brooklyn. I'm excited about Claire being the Bachelorette because I hope this means the franchise realizes that t- watching 23-year-old wannabe influencers pretend to be ready for marriage doesn't make for compelling television. I look forward to hopefully seeing some more mature and complex relationships play out. That said, I hope they won't lean too hard into Claire being, quote, older. The way they handled Colton's virginity has me worried that we may be in store for a whole season of hot older woman and last chance at love related jokes and dates. I hope they cast men she will actually be interested in and we will get to see some real drama instead of the petty stuff of recent seasons. Again, Jess from Brooklyn. Thanks for your time. Great point. You can't ever trust ABC and Bachelor producers to do the right thing. So those are valid concerns. You know, the drama that has been injected more and more on recent seasons of the show and certain moments has been entertaining. Individually, the situations are entertaining. But you know what else is super compelling is watching actual real life people actually really fall. You know, the concept of the real show. That's also yeah, very compelling. Yeah. <laughs> the people in the Truman Show were not glued to the Truman Show because it was contrived fake. Love that movie, by the way. Another great <laughs> 90s movie. Contrived fake nonsense going on in Truman's life. It was just a real life. That's the, the concept of reality TV initially was that real things happen, and that's compelling. Give me your favorite Truman Show scene. Just No, just kidding. <laughs> oh, it, well, I don't... It's the spoiler. The scene... At the end? If you haven't seen it, it spoils the movie. The end? That's one of my favorite movies legitimately of all time. Okay. Legitimately. Yeah, it's good, period. It's good. It's good. It's good. So it might be the best. Jen from DC. I've been unhappy with all the leads since they picked Ari. None were interesting enough on their seasons, and none were people of color. I've disliked Claire since JP's season, Juan Pablo's, because she was way emotional and was always thinking she was in love immediately, but I'm actually excited about her season. Twist. There you go. Not because of her, but because it will be interesting to see a group of men 30 to 45. 45 would shock me. If there's a 45-year-old, I would be shocked by that. Some of whom may actually be ready for marriage. Some of whom. At least producers heard us that this season was trash. These women were too young and we didn't want any of them as as our lead. Jen from D.C. 630 area code. At 38, there is a 110% chance we will be hearing about how old Claire is all season. Just like having to be constantly reminded Colton was a virgin, we'll be forced to hear about Claire's spinsterhood. Excuse me. 
we should lay bets on the number of times the phrase biological clock is used. Oh. That would be um, in poor taste. I don't, think, I don't think they'll use that. I don't think. Maybe. I don't think they'd don't even think go they'd that far. Breach, no. That would be. They would do that. They would handle that poorly yeah. if they did that. Yep. Not good. Jessica, thank you. Random person in the 630 area code. Jessica in Kansas City. Go Chiefs. The Chiefs won the Super Bowl. People don't talk about people, that enough. People forget that. Yeah. The next 10 also. Lock it in. So excited about Claire that I'm nervous. I didn't have high hopes for Hannah and seriously loved her, so I'm hoping Claire wouldn't be a let da- won't be a letdown and turn out to be perfect on paper only. Perfect on paper only. Reading is tough. Older experience and not overly active on Instagram. Fingers crossed. Thank you to everyone who wrote in, messaged in, uh, commented on Instagram. I tried to represent a wide variety of opinions. This was not representative. I, th- I think the overwhelming response is that people were excited. But I wanted to represent the people who are not and their reasoning, too, because I think they made some good points. Any uh, reaction to that or anything else, A.B.? No, I think I'm excited. It's kind of... It's never who I think it's going to be, and that leads to a little disappointment for whatever reason, uh, because I'm rooting for someone to be it. I think... I don't even know who it was this time, necessarily. Probably Hannah again. Yeah. Um. So when that doesn't happen, I'm disappointed. But then... When when I listen to all these points and I th- I think it through, I'm excited about this season. I think it's going to be an interesting switch from what we're used to, at least on the last couple seasons, and it, it's a positive. Agreed. At the very least, they switched it up, and that's what we've been begging. Who do you th- for. who do you think was their first choice? It wasn't her, Hannah? There were news reports that they H- Hannah turned it down. Was their first choice, and she turned it down because the Dancing with the Stars tour is just too lucrative. Yeah, I'd heard something about that, too. I think this is a better choice. I think they fell into a better choice. Hannah, again, would be great for the viewers. I can't. I keep thinking about this from a, a buzz, a business perspective. Hannah, again, would be like, eh, you know. She's, a, she's already a star. A she, you've already made her into a star. Let's make someone else into a star. Get more stars. Or not even make her into a star. Let's have her find love and then go off and live her life True. without yeah. being famous. <laughs> you yeah, know what good I mean? point. I think that's possible here. Good point. She is by far the oldest um, bachelorette by six years. Yeah. There's only been like a handful that have been over 30, in fact. Most of them um, fall in the 20. I looked at all the ages. They fall in the 20 to the mid, usually mid to upper 20s. I'm excited. I'm interested, intrigued. Batch bracket, I cracked the top 500. Uh, I'm number 500 out of 1487. There are 12 people with 280 points and one person at 276. I'm pretty sure those will be the final standings, if you know what I mean. <laughs> There's not no going to be any more picked. roses yeah. <laughs> given out, so I think that's it. But we will keep you apprised of that. Uh, another miserable week for me on Frenemies. As you, I mean, what do you expect? You expect me to get a bunch right? It's never happened. It's not going to happen. But a lot of people who listen... It apparently happens. So thanks for downloading and playing. Frenemies. I got four. I'm feeling pretty proud. I feel I got four. Congrats, AB. Yeah. That was a tough one. It was it's a tough, tough week. episode. <laughs> it's a tough week. <laughs> tough week. AB, your bachelor headline of the week. Oh, pulled up. I've got one in addition to yours. Just give yours. Mine's not good, anyways. I gotta find it. What is it? I don't know. I lost it. All right, AB lost his bachelor headline of the week, so I'm gonna give mine. Listen up, AB. It looks like two of Peter's Bachelor contestants are dating each other. 
This is from Betches. Do you know who they are? Did you see this? Yeah, I saw you. I think you tweeted out something about it, didn't you? I did. Yeah, Jasmine and Alexa, I believe. You got to follow the Twitter, folks. Currently dating. And the Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) You would have already known this. Um, uh, Yeah, very interesting. I told you Jasmine was going to find love. Knew it the whole time. That's why I had her in my top four. Just had a feeling. Cute couple. Got to say. Maybe the only love story that comes out of Peter's season. Are you still looking for your headline? Yeah, I can't find it. Just move on. All right. Wow. Thanks. Uh, that's it. That's the episode. That's the episode. Just Follow us on social media for me to end the yeah. episode. No. How about this? Thanks for a great refer a friend month, listeners. Yeah. The graph went up, so that's good. We like to see that. Thanks for the reviews on Apple Podcasts. We took a big jump there. Now there's a K next to the number, which looks badass. That's cool. So thank you for that. <laughs> Thanks for following on Instagram. It should be hitting 4,000 followers on Instagram soon, which is exciting. But in my opinion, given the effort that we put into those posts, I would like to get that to 40 million. <laughs> but <laughs> beggars can't be choosers. should be doubled at least, in um, my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. AB, anything you want to sign off with? What are, you, are you excited for the finale? I'm very excited for the finale and just the future. It's bright times. Yeah. For this franchise. We got an older Bachelorette. We got new shows coming out. We got Bachelor in Paradise. It's going to be a good next like three to four months. Volcano Live with Nick Walenda. Nick Walenda. Wednesday. Tune in. I'm what a is it? huge live stunt show guy. Oh, this you is didn't a see stunt? the promo for that? No, I don't watch. I skipped Yeah, he's everything. walking over a volcano. Someone's walking, walking, over, walking over, a, over a volcano. An active volcano? Chris Harrison's hosting. Yeah, it's an active volcano. You think they're going to be dormant? <laughs> think they do a dormant volcano is there they're gonna have a visual of him like over lava i can't confirm that the volcano is active actually okay. go ahead <laughs> i don't know i just it thought to me like it's gonna be too smoky i was to wondering if doing. we'd have a visual of him like a hundred feet up from lava and it'd be he'd fall yes. into some lava oh. yes okay it's not just a crater i'm in you know rim and ab we're all about hysterias <laughs> That makes me laugh every if time. If it has a it. chance of being a historic <laughs> moment that everyone's going wild about, that's a hysteria, American hysteria, we we want <laughs> Bubble Boy, for example, we want it. We want all in on everything like that. What was Bubble Boy? From Seinfeld? You're talking about Bubble Boy who was in the bubble? His dad, remember when... The, People thought the boy was flying around in this huge bubble. I oh, know balloon you were boy, in a- you moron balloon boy. Of oh, course, I didn't boy. do any work that okay. day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah. balloon boy. Yep. Yeah, stuff the like Heaney that. Family. Linsanity, stuff like that. Linsanity, <laughs> mania, <laughs> hysteria. Are you comparing linsanity to volcano <laughs> hysteria. All right. I'm saying All right, anything like that has a chance of getting to that level. Yeah. You never know if he, he if volcano guy dies. Yeah, that's bigger than Lynn Sandy. Th- that's hysteria. Here's what, ha- here's what, here's what happens <laughs> with these things. Is I feel like he's probably going to be hooked to the thing. There's nothing. Like, I feel like nothing's going to happen. No, no one's ever in the history no, of these. Never, is nobody gone dies. Wrong. No, I don't want him to die, but I I would want to. I don't, wouldn't mind if he like oh, <laughs> you know, I'd like stumble a little bit. I wouldn't mind that. For the record, Lynn Sanity was one of the great like times in my life. <laughs> when I think about <laughs> like my favorite times in life, Lynn Sanity's up there. I fully agree. Anyway. Anyway, thanks for listening. Gotta have to cut a lot of that.